What's going on? It's Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had the chance to chat with DJ Top Gun over Zoom video. DJ Top Gun was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Actually grew up a couple towns over from where my my family uh, grew up, my dad's side of the family. It's pretty wild. Um, so we chatted a little bit about that, a little bit about Cleveland. Uh, ended up moving to Los Angeles a few years ago. But Top Gun talks about how he got into music. He was always into skateboarding and started to DJ, all thanks to the video game DJ Hero. So he talks about how he got into DJing, spent some time in Pittsburgh, uh, started to DJ a bunch of parties out there, eventually moved to Los Angeles. He talked about writing and releasing his own original music under DJ Top Gun, working with Kenny Hoopla and how he ended up meeting Kenny Hoopla, writing the title track to the new EP with Kenny Hoopla, and the vocals were recorded on an iPhone, which is wild. But he tells us all about the new EP as well which is called City of the Freaks. You can watch our interview with DJ Top Gun on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it'd be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with DJ Top Gun. Awesome. Uh, what's going on? I'm Adam. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Garrett or Top Gun. All right, Top Gun. Well, um, this is about you and your journey in music, and we'll talk about your uh, new EP. Cool, cool. Sweet. Um, I did see your... Are you originally from Cleveland? Yeah, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. That's awesome, man. My parents are both from Cleveland. Oh, really? Yeah, but I was born in San Diego, born and raised in San Diego, right. but my family's from Cleveland and yeah, my parents went to Bowling Green and <laughs> Damn, uh, crazy. yeah, I lived in Dayton for a while. So yeah, um, what part of Cleveland? Uh, I'm from like the Avon, North Ridgeville area. So about like 20 minutes outside the city. Yeah, right on. I know Avon. Um, that's cool. Yeah, my family are like an Amherst, Elyria area. Oh, dude, right next to us. That's yeah, crazy. that's so wild. Yeah. So. My mom went to Lorraine, and then my dad went to Ridgeville. So did he, did she really? My grandfather was born in Lorraine. Crazy, yeah, yeah, dude. Lorraine's cool, man. It's like right there on the water. Yeah, it was definitely booming, like you know, in like seventies, shit like yeah. that. So, yeah, but. that's wild. That's crazy. So you're from uh, Avon, then? Yeah. All right. Well, tell me about Avon. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it. I just have visited him. A ton of times. I mean, at least to Lyria area, but yeah. So what was it like growing I, up in I, Avon? I was like right on like the borderline of Avon and Ridgeville. I went to North Ridgeville High. Um, small school, small city. Um, I had the same teachers my dad had. You know, all no that. So, uh, yeah, it was. It's pretty. You know, just straightforward. Uh, nothing too creative or anything like that. I definitely um, had like a. Just didn't really get along with a lot of people in high school. It was kind of, you know, an outcast in a sense. I always tried to fit in, never really did. Um, grew up skateboarding my whole life with my dad. Oh, oh your dad skateboards too? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We had a half pipe in the backyard growing up. No way. That's awesome. I grew up skateboarding too. That was where. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. But I didn't skate vert. I wasn't very good at it. 
Yeah, I skate all like transition stuff. Um, I still skate probably twice a week. Try to skate more, but I'm just pretty busy. So, because yeah. I'm also in a band uh, called Alex Sucks. So. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So, so you're doing the band thing and the DJ thing. Yeah, I live with my band. We actually just moved into a new house last week, which is cool. So rad. So easy to practice. Yeah, the practice schedule. Right there. <laughs> nice. But uh, but yeah, so. You know, cool. we, we wake up, you know, all that stuff like that, go skate. Um, but yeah, just growing up in Cleveland, uh, it's very, you know, just like a straightforward, small, like American town, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. Um, not much going on, but it, it was cool. Um, but I feel like being from there, you know, kind of gives me the edge over, you know, some other people in the sense of, you know, coming from not much going on. Uh-huh. And, coming out to a city, you know, such as LA or, you know, when I go to New York, um, I feel like a lot of people out here had, you know, a lot of things handed to them and yeah. didn't give them a that bit. <laughs> Yeah. I, I feel like it really gives me that drive to, you know, push myself farther, you know, from an artistic standpoint and creative standpoint, just, just in life in general, you know, uh-huh. for so. sure. Well, do you come from a musical household at all? I mean, your dad skateboards, that's, killer so aside yeah, from that it's, it's pretty crazy so um i kind of the whole reason i got into djing was uh playing the video game dj hero it's like oh it's, really yeah but uh so i saved up my allowance got a little shitty turntable uh started throwing shows like in my high school with you know these corny high school suburb rappers <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing led to another i just started just you know saving up the money from the shows, flying out artists that I was like cool, that I liked, that I was kind of cool with through SoundCloud, stuff like that. Um, one thing led to another. And then uh, started like kind of branching out, working with artists outside the city, you know, stuff like that. Um, were you like writing your own beats and stuff or were you just? No, nah, so okay. I didn't start making music until quarantine. So oh, wow. Like, okay. Throwing shows or... DJing for artists, um, touring with artists, DJing clubs, playing just top 50s bullshit. Um, and then once quarantine hit, I was like, damn, I have no way to make money now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to start, you know, producing music. Um, started off like making like hip hop trap beats because um, that was the scene that I was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of was just instantly bored with it, just you know the consistent just same trap patterns you know all that type of stuff um and uh i kind of just started studying other genres and um started to notice like okay like electronic music is cool um especially the house music but i feel like there's no personality in it there's no marketability um when you look at hip-hop and rock and roll i feel like you know the artist are always has some like cool creative marketability side to them to where mm-hmm. when you look at electronic, some of these dudes will have a billion streams. You have no idea what they look like. Right. It's like, and you know, electronic music is so much more worldwide compared to, you know, hip hop and, you know, even rock and roll sometimes. And, uh, I was just like, damn, what, what if I could, you know, create this, this cool marketable persona, and, you know, bring a creative side of, you know, the culture to electronic music. And that's why, you know, decided to go with house music and, you know, start going from there. Okay. So, so you know, once, 
Corn, so you were just DJing and how did, when did you move to LA? Was it like right out of the high school? No, I didn't move to LA until probably two and a half years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still, you know, relatively new. Um, I kind of just started because I moved to Pittsburgh when I dropped out of college, parents weren't hyped. I was like, yeah, I'm dropping out of college <laughs> to be a DJ. They were like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> I, um, I ended up, uh, knowing a few people in Pittsburgh, which is about, you know, two and a half hours away. Yeah, not far. Um, got a job at the skate shop out there. Um, and then just started, you know, doing the same thing that I was doing in Cleveland, throwing shows, you know, DJing the clubs. And then once quarantine hit, that's when I, I moved back to my parents. And then that's when I started, um, you know, producing music. And then a group of my friends that I knew from Cleveland were probably like the only two other creative people that I do there. <laughs> were like, <laughs> fuck it, let's just pack up and move to LA right now, you know, because it was cheap. So, you know, within two months, we moved to LA. And then, yeah, the rest was kind of history from there. Wow. So when you started writing your own music or producing your own beats and stuff, were you putting them up on SoundCloud? It sounded like you used that as kind of a way to network with other artists. Yeah, um, I started like the very first song I dropped, I dropped with a, I shot a music video for it. And, uh, we actually shot half the music video in Cleveland. And then the second half when we, like the first week we moved to LA and then, uh, you know, we dropped that. And then I instantly got hit up by this, uh, really cool girl in the industry. Her name's Shauna Selvin. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, she ended up introducing me to my manager, Blake, who's still currently my manager. And, uh, I guess like, I kind of just like, instantly had like a little traction um I, dude i was worried that i was gonna drop electronic music and everybody who like rocked with me previous wasn't gonna like vibe with it and they were just gonna be like what what is this kid on you know right right cool like i feel like people saw you know what i was trying to do and uh it kind of just started working right away which is cool and it's just kind of gradually just been continuously going up which has been really fun that's amazing so the you put out the fir the first song got you kind of noticed. So. Yeah, the, the first song is uh, not necessarily anymore one of my most streamed songs, but it was like my most streamed song for a while. Okay. So, and uh, how did the, were people just finding it online? Yeah, I guess so. Like, to be honest, I, I couldn't even tell you. I, I don't know how to go about, you know, promoting music. I kind of just would drop it and just be like, this is me. You know, whether you like yeah. this is what I'm doing now. So, and I guess, yeah, people just, the, the video did really well, which was cool. It's a song called Curious. Okay. And you yeah. shot the beginning half in, in Cleveland. And then when you got to LA, you finished up the video. Yep. Wow. Okay. And from like getting that traction, were you like, oh, damn, like I got to keep putting music out now? Or were you already yeah. releasing yeah. songs? And like, tell me yeah. kind of what, what happened after you got that spark. Yeah. So I just, continuously was working i would work on music every single day um i think i've had three projects out now um mm -hmm. and then i just kind of just you know kept dropping music kept you know making music and to be honest all the music i have out right now is music i don't really like and up until this project that just came out and it was just because the first two projects i basically like made while i was still in ohio but i like finished the production while i was here um, oh, okay so but dude so the thing is I, I talk to my mom every day and i just remember like talking to my mom and just being like damn like this music's cool but like i just want to put out this newer stuff that i'm making because to be honest even with my project just coming out i have 
two projects already done that I, you know, for after this. Yeah. I, I, I've talked to a lot of artists that are like that, like where yeah. they'll release this and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this, but it's yeah, wait but till you hear this. Exactly. <laughs> but I just remember just talking to my mom being like, yeah, I don't even like this anymore. And she was just like, well, you know, your fans don't know what your new stuff like is like, and you're still super new to music. So just, you know, put it out and let your fan base grow with you. And I was like, damn, that's, you know, very true. Yeah. Cause you might be sick of hearing it, but no, yeah. everyone else hasn't heard it at all. Right? Yeah. And it's always been cool because everything I've put out, I, you know, people have liked, which has been cool. Like, thank God I haven't put anything out. And people have been like, this fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I guess we're doing pretty good with that. Yeah. So once you get to LA, I mean, LA is massive and it was, it's cool that you were able to get some traction early on and kind of meet people. And were you able to, you know, from that point work with different artists, like how did you continue to keep uh, the ball rolling? Yeah. So, um, you know, I came out here uh, and my biggest thing, and it's still something I really live by is um, not catering to LA and not, trying to fit into LA and not trying to be like the other people that are popular in LA. Um, I always told myself I was just going to, you know, stay true to myself and be myself. And uh, I feel like that's kind of what caught a lot of people's attention. Cause I feel like a lot of people come to LA and they look at the scene and they're like, okay, what do I need to do to fit in? Um, you know, and kind of go by that. And, uh, Right, like what's working, and we'll emulate that. And yeah, try to, yeah, to try to get get on that bandwagon or whatever. Yeah, because I could have easily, you know, came out here and met like a big electronic artist and kind of just like rode his wave and you know came up under him. But I would only last as long as that person lasts. Yeah, or even if that until the next person, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, so it's like I, I'm gonna come out here and I'm gonna do my own thing and you know, make my own scene, my own wave. And uh, it was like a slow, steady situation. And, you know, by no means am I saying I'm a major artist or anything like that, but I definitely got motion in the city now. And, it, and it's really cool to see because, you know, I really struggled for a while. But mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people, you know, just come out here and they just pretend to be somebody they're not. And they put on this fake persona and this mask and you know, my project that just recently came out, it's called City of the Freaks. It's it's literally about that. Like, I made that project while I was in L.A., you know, during the time of just watching everybody just put on this fake mask and this fake persona to try to fit in and to try to be cool in the city. Mm -hmm. And that's why I paint half my face is in the concept of pretending to be somebody I'm not, but staying true to myself. Okay. I love that. So, yeah, I, I did read a quote of yours about kind of describing what this this project is about um but i think you're 100 percent right i mean uh it's definitely an interesting town <laughs> so to speak i mean i'm from san diego so i knew well i've been to la a million times yeah. um but yeah it's it's there's definitely a vibe i mean but if you think about what you know people move to la and they have this idea of like oh i'm gonna be a star and you know yeah, that's yeah. where all the you know famous people are and this and the other thing and I, it's easy to get wrapped up in trying to make that happen. But I feel like, you know, TikTok would be a great example of like the people that are blowing up on there or people that are being authentic to who they were and what they were just doing with them. Right. I mean, 
if you try yeah. to jump on those bandwagons or try to copy somebody else, you're only going to last for so long. But dude, and it, it, you know, it's the same thing with TikTok. And and luckily, from our band side of things, as well as you know, my personal artist, um, I kind of don't really want to be on TikTok, dude. I don't want to be like holding. I'm phone. not on it either. I'm too old. But I've just like talked to a lot of artists that have made it out of there. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to be on there and just be like, yo what's up like listen to my new song like you know day five or just being like yo like i'm in the car with my grandma right now like i'm gonna play her my song for the first time like yeah get a reaction i'm just i don't know i don't know if it's like that skater punk side of me that just like hates that or (laughs) but it's just like i don't know I, i also feel like a lot of you know artists you know have a song blow up on tiktok or they blow up on tiktok and then you know, we're at a point now to where TikTok's been out a long, been out long enough to where an artist last year that blew up is irrelevant already today. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, not a lot of people. It's hard to get that hit and then be able to like follow it up. Like you know, you get the one song and it's like, okay, now do I do it? Do I try to chase that again and try to re you know regurgitate what I've already done, or do you try to do something totally different and hopefully it lands again? But yeah it's a gamble there exactly dude and it's like you know i I would rather you know take that longer path of you know creating something real and true rather than just i don't want my first hit song to blow up on tiktok i'd rather just have it naturally happen dude yeah no 100 percent. and that way you actually have a dedicated fan base not just people that are like exactly they're like oh i know dj top oh who's dj top oh he's that guy with that one He, he has that one song oh yeah okay Exactly. It's it's just about, you know, really, you know, building that fan base up and, you know, all that. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, some of the people that I look up to are artists such as, you know, David Bowie, Tyler Creator. Um, mm-hmm. I know he's nuts, but from creative side, Kanye. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, the guy's something a that, genius. Um, I mean, as far yeah. as I know, obviously his, <laughs> his ideology gets a little dicey, but I mean look out he's a billionaire exactly yeah and you know when when i study these artists and stuff like that i I love that they've always created these characters and these personas for each album Mm -hmm. and i feel like in electronic music everybody just has their their persona and they just rock it for their whole career Mm -hmm. so you know with me um if you look at my past projects i've already you know done that i've just created these personas and these characters for each project you know two mm-hmm. projects ago called rave star i like had this we got this motorcycle helmet and put disco ball material all over it <laughs> um, and then for this most recent one was the half face one yeah i have the next thing like lined up ready to go and it's just like like i said like i feel like you know bowie and you know tyler and yay or you know some of the most creative people ever. And I love how they've always just created these moods, you know, even from the side of colors, like, you know, they'll rock like a certain color for a certain album and then mm-hmm. create the artist and the persona around that color. And, you know, just things like that is what I've like really loved. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm trying to bring that to electronic music as well. And I feel like that's just something that hasn't really been done. So, Yeah. No, hundred percent. And uh, you have uh, on the first song on the or the title track of the EP, you have Kenny Hoopla. Yeah, that's huge, man. He, I, I he's a great artist. I, that's like one of my closest friends. Um, no way. Um, yeah. I was on the radio for a lot, a lot of years, and we played uh, 
what was the song? Buried on the side of the highway or Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, like his song that came up too. Yeah, when when he first came out, I was working for a radio station in San Diego and we we were playing the shit out of that song. Yeah. Um so fun fact, he was actually born in Cleveland. Was he really? I did, yeah, I didn't do I don't yeah. know much about him. I just know that I knew that one song was a big one for us and we played it all the time. Um and then he was supposed to play one of our shows and uh covid happened because that song was doing uh, well like i think right in the beginning of 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um but yeah so he was born in cleveland but he grew up in wisconsin but uh okay it's the same thing like just off um oh, i'm sorry just off uh soundcloud again um you know just me dropping a bunch of music on soundcloud you know when i was coming up uh i remember somebody showed me kenny hoopa's music and i just dm'd him i was just like and usually I'm not the type of person to DM people a bunch and be like, yo, I fuck with you. Like, that's just mm-hmm. not who I am. But I was like, I could tell like Kenny was just like, okay, he's not one of these corny, you know, fake rock star, pop punk artists. Like he's, he's real, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of hit me right away. And I was like, okay, this dude's cool. So I just hit him up and I was like, yo, like big fan of your music. I love it. And he replied the same day with, a screenshot of like a super old SoundCloud song I dropped in like 2016, 2017, like some crazy shit. And he was like, I still listen to this. And I was like, wow. And then um, I was like, yeah, like I live in LA. Like if you ever want to link, like, and he was like, yeah, I'm here right now. And we linked that same day. Just, yeah. And he just came over to my house and, you know, we just became super close friends from there. Um, I've toured with him multiple times. Uh, the artist Alex, who's like my best friend, um, who I live with, and mm-hmm. we're in a band together now. Uh, we've toured with Kenny. Um, when I was in Europe last year doing a festival run, uh, when I was done, I flew to the UK and kicked it with Kenny on his tour for a few days. So, like, we're super close. And, you know, all the artists that I work with, feature base wise, um, it's never like, me just wanting to work with somebody because they're they're popular it's mm-hmm. uh, i have like a i have a relationship with every artist i've ever worked with which i think is also important i feel like a lot oh, of yeah. artists uh use the same top liners or you know mm-hmm. kind of just that type of thing to where me like i want to bring all these cool creative artists that nobody else works with that have never made electronic music and you know make it happen like no, yeah. like, I don't even know if Kenny will ever do another house song with any other, you know, DJ. So, yeah, like, I was gonna say hard. that's not really <laughs> what is you know his project sounds like whatsoever. And even when you listen to it, you're like, damn, like this is Kenny. Like yeah, you know, and it's it's so cool. And you know, we just we just made that like one day. And the craziest thing is, we recorded those vocals on on an iPhone. Did you really? Yeah, on an iPhone. Oh my gosh. We just luckily got them mixed good enough. Um, But yeah, dude, it's just like, you know, it's real, which is cool. So I I feel like that's what makes people feel that song too is like you could tell, like, oh, like this really hits, you know? Mm -hmm. And I actually. Back to like that authenticity again. Yeah. And I actually based the whole project around that song. So we made that song before I even was like, okay, like I'm going to name the project City the Freaks. Like oh, we really? Yeah, we made that song, and then I was just like, "Damn!" Like, I really like this, and I really like where he was going with this, and you know, one thing led to another. So, that's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, and wow. for like your your project, I mean, you just put this one out, so obviously this is a big deal. 
but you talked about you have you know i got two more coming forward are you working with people on those as well like or do you have features on those ones as well coming up yeah, I have some really cool features. That's awesome. I don't want to like spoil the news yet. No, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I was just curious if that's something you're going to continue doing. Yeah, if you're if you're hyped on the Kenny one too, you'll you'll be hyped on the newer ones too. That's awesome. I'm working with more alternative artists and hip hop artists, and you know, bringing them to the electronic world. That's killer, dude. That's awesome. Are you doing any? Are you doing a lot of shows in LA? Or are you doing uh, tour to support um, so, the record or anything? So recently, and it, you know, it's so cool to see because. Uh, forever like for the past you know two and a half years i've lived here i've only done just like smaller you know bars or clubs or um raves i really mm-hmm. came up in the rave scene out here that's kind of how i made like you know my momentum um, okay but just recently uh some of them aren't announced yet i don't know if i could publicly say them but i just got uh i just signed to a bunch of festivals um this summer and later in the year so now I have like these kind of like radius clause things to where I'm not allowed to do, you know, ticketed right. or stuff like that. But, um, dude, I'm, I'm fucking stoked, bro. <laughs> like it's, uh, bro, it's so cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I like playing. I like DJing as much as I can. It's fun. Like, I don't really like going out unless I'm kind of DJing. I'm like a very secluded, quiet person, I guess. But mm-hmm. when I DJ, I, I kind of just turn into a different person and it's fun. Do you like, do you approach your, you know, your project now different than obviously like DJing, like you're talking about how you used to DJ clubs, like just top 40 stuff. I mean, coming out and playing like your, your records and, and the, your own original songs, do you approach that yeah. differently? So, so now, um, I definitely feel like I approach things differently. Um, like dude, nothing against drake but you will never catch me playing drake in the club or you know, <laughs> like uh i i refuse to you know play music that you know i would want to play just because it's popular um i want to play the music that represents me as an artist and you know what i think is cool for instance i always play um like crystal castles oh like cool time, i usually you know throw some crystal castles in um i have a lot of uh I have a bunch of unreleased remixes that I've made that like I just play just at shows and they're just a lot of like rock remixes. Like um I have that you remember that song Black Betty? Yeah, yeah. A remix to that song that I always play. Um Black Betty and the Ram. I always play uh this A C D C remix. Um I recently made a wet leg remix. Oh really? That's cool. I'll have uh I'll have, like send you some stuff too to check to check out like all the remixes. Awesome. But yeah, I try to like, especially, you know, with, with being in a band now and everything like that, um, I try to, you know, stay true to myself and, you know, with the remixes, you know, not remix these top 40 songs and remix cool alternative songs that nobody else would, you know, remix. Mm-hmm. Just I like that. Rock that, which has been, you know, really, it's, it's been really fun. And it's, it's also like a super big challenge because it's like, okay, how can I make this rock song sound like a good electronic song? and not sound forced right right that's awesome dude well um uh, congratulations on the the success and what with your band what are you are you singing for the band what are you doing for the band play bass okay yeah let me see i don't know where you went Uh, alex walked in but yeah um you know 
we we all started this band kind of out of nowhere um <laughs> alex was a was an individual artist um and you know we've just been best friends for a few years kind of since i've moved to la and um you know we're with each other every fucking day dude and uh <laughs> we were like, damn, okay. So like, cause his stuff started, you know, really taking off. And he recently, um, signed, uh, this little situation as well as me signing something. And, uh, we were like, damn, like we need to make sure we can still hang out every day, dude. So it's like, <laughs> we were like, move in. <laughs> uh, he was like, yo, so like, I want to start a bank. Cause he's all about, you know, on that same tip, like not wanting to be one of those corny TikTok fake rock star kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, our biggest inspirations are like the strokes, um, LCD sound system, stuff like that. That's like kind of what we're going for. Like, I feel like pop punk is what's in right now and it's kind of starting to die out. And what mm-hmm. came after pop punk was that like indie sleaze sound. And I feel like nobody's doing that. I feel like, especially in LA, all these bands are still trying to do the whole like pop punk wave. And, you know, we kind of just came together as a band. Um, he was like, yeah, dude, just learn how to play bass. I feel like that's the easiest thing. And, you know, we, we could figure it out. So I learned how to play bass probably over the past like nine months. Um, and, you know, helped produce this entire album that we have coming out. Uh, Brennan O'Brien engineered the whole thing, if you know who that is. No. Um, did... Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Rage Against the Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Yeah, came out of retirement too to do it, which is really cool. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. So you know, we 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 were finishing up that album the same time that uh, I was finishing up my project. So it was very stressful, and there was a lot going on. But uh, you know, we got that done, and you know, the something cool that we want to do is we want to set up uh, when our band goes on tour we want to set up all my solo shows as the after parties for the band shows. Oh, that's a cool idea. So it'd that's be like, really cool idea. it'd be like a double tour for me, but and yeah, I yeah. that's something, you know, mixing electronic with, you know, indie music. I feel like that's also something that could be like, you know, new and refreshing. So, right. No, that's a great idea. You'll yeah. play the set and then after like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to DJ this. Yeah. Exactly. Party. Yeah. That's a cool idea, man. So, you know, but, uh, but yeah, we just moved into a, a nice house. Um, well, and I wonder if I can just move the camera. I got to show you our, our skateboard wall that we got going up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. This is the, the whole. Oh, damn. So, you know. Cool. Is it What, what boards are those? Um, so we got a palace one. And then these are Alex's skate shop that he grew up with in Denver. Oh, cool. oh is it almost? Yeah, Louis oh. Marnell, Deathwish, Jeff Pang, and then our drummer Ethan. He did like some crazy clips on these, so that's why we got that one. And Element, oh, hero. skate shop I grew up with uh, in Pittsburgh or that I worked at. Oh, and cool. Hey, Muska. Oh, do you have the old Muska board? Do they still make that, or is that like some? I don't even know. That one's not mine. But... Shorty's board. <laughs> yeah, we got the dog right here. That's dope, dude. But uh, and then yeah, we just got a bunch of we're we're like big on like the art shit. So we got. I like, love it. You know that, and then you know this whole thing over here. So killer, dude. Oh yeah. I love it. Thanks for doing this interview, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. It was fun. So you I say have... I'm San Diego. No, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. 
Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah. Well, we'll um, be out there eventually. Definitely. Yeah, out. I've only been here for a couple of years now, but um, yeah, I was I born and raised in San Diego. Did radio there and did about five years of radio in San Francisco, and then back to San Diego. Now I'm in Nashville. Okay, sure, sure. So yeah, dude. Well, I have one more question for you before I let you go. Yeah, and up. again, I appreciate your time. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Uh, the biggest thing is just staying true to yourself, man. Um, you know, don't don't give in, and you know, just try to fit in. Just be yourself, and you'll get way farther with that. So that, that's all I can really say. Yeah.